Hey everybody, welcome back to the State of Our Union. My name is Gavin. And I'm Emily. And this week on the State of Our Union, we are going to be focusing a little bit more on... I don't. I was going to call him our cutest child, but I think that might be stepping I, over a I line. I think you crossed a line there. Yes. Our furriest child. How about that? Oh, yes. Our furriest child. All right. Four legs and a tail. Yes. Tucker Watson is going to be the focus of our podcast this week, but it's really going to be about having pets as a married couple, as um, people who have a family with young children. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of the process we went through of getting a pet and um, creating a family with a pet involved, because that is a different world and a mm -hmm. different um, challenge than just having a family. Right. So definitely. Before we jump into that, though, let's get into our little family update. So I think we're back on the correct week here. I know last week we kind of jumped around time wise. Yes. Um, but this past weekend was Mother's Day, right? Yes, it was. Okay. So um, <laughs> Mother's Day is important. Mother's Day is very important. <laughs> very important. And I was not very good at making it important this year. You have to do more than just stay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like. I hate throwing you under the bus. Do you? But I don't mind throwing you under the bus to just you. But oh, other okay. people, I don't like to throw <laughs> you under the bus. Um. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't the best. Yeah. But that's. It's okay because it actually spurred some really great conversations for us. It did. And so. what we'll probably do in the future here, um, and hopefully we can get a a Mother's Day episode done is create kind of a, a mini series about how husbands like me who aren't as astute at some of these holiday, you know, making these holidays as great as they should be, uh, maybe getting a woman's perspective on how husbands can be better. Sure. Or just how to read your wife. Yeah know what they're expecting or hoping for yeah definitely Because i think that's there's a huge difference for me and what i'm expecting yeah and what i'm hoping for sure and the hoping is very positive and the expecting is usually i'm like oh not disappointed here <laughs> yeah that's usually my my minimum goal is to just hit that expectant level like i said higher, minimum, minimum goal minimum, higher much higher <laughs> Much higher. So hopefully we will get around to doing that. Um, so be on the lookout for that, especially you guys. And ladies, if you have some ideas, hit us up so we can work those into the to those episodes. Absolutely. Throw them our way so that we can give guys all the, what do I say, Help tools, we can get. <laughs> tools they need yeah. to, to be successful uh Happy husbands who have happy wives. Boom. I like it. But we did have a bit of fun on Mother's Day weekend. Um, my parents were kind enough to invite over um, all their children and their families to their house. And um, yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, we had a nice lunch together and we really just hung out mm -hmm. all, all day, really. Yeah. And it was very fun. Cousins got to hang out. Uh, aunts and uncles 
got to hang out. Yeah, we got to play, play some, some games, games, and it was it was really a nice time. So, I mean, yeah. I can't say that all of Mother's Day weekend was, you know, the low expectation <laughs> level, um, but there there was really some some wonderful family time there. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, looking forward to being better next time. At least on the, the one-on-one. I will be. You will, I will be. be. I know you will be. <laughs> okay. So, you want to get into the the wet nose of this podcast? Sure. Oh, that was cute. Uh, I try. Yeah. So, really what spurned this is that Gavin brought up the this, this false movement happening, mm-hmm. this sort of fake news, gone viral... Um, really what I consider offensive and gross. Yeah. Uh, hashtag that is um, hashtag Pitbull drop off. Right. So if you guys haven't seen this going around the internet, basically what it was is there were some people posting on Twitter um, that were saying that what they were doing is answering Craigslist ads and like that were, um, had pitbull puppies for adoption and they would go and they would pick up all these pitbull puppies and then take them to kill shelters. Um, and you know, when you first see this, you're like, wow, you that's disgusting. Right. right. So we did a little more looking into it and it turns out that, um, it was, it was sort of like a joke that someone yeah. posted at first sort of trolling. Um, and then it turned into this viral thing of mm-hmm. obviously we're not actually doing it, but we're going to fake like we are because right. it's funny or we can rile up uh, animal advocate groups, um, which I guess I don't find it funny and I'm not a member of an animal advocate group. Right. I eat cows all the time. <clears throat> right. So um, what I want to say to those people is like, you are crazy yeah. because there are so many people out there who love their dogs and there is a huge following of pit bull lovers out there Right. that, I mean, we're so offended and we're so hurt. Yeah. It's, I mean, I can, dare I say what I, what I compared it to earlier. What was that? It's like, it's like dog profiling, like racial profiling yeah. for people. This is dog profiling because pit bulls are not bad bad dogs right bad dogs are made by bad owners i agree with that 100 so, so from that of course then i was like you know what we should talk about our dog and how much we really value him and how much he's really a member of the family right and the whole process that we've gone through to make sure that uh having a puppy training a puppy and then having a family all went really smoothly. Right. And I say really smoothly, but man, we've had some big bumps in the road. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, you, you can't not have bumps in the road, right? I mean, no. people will tell you, don't get a puppy because puppies are crazy. Well, we didn't listen to those we people at all. We didn't listen to any of those people. <laughs> Tucker no. was probably six weeks. He was six weeks old when we got him. He was just adoptable when yes. we got him. And he had kind of a sad backstory when we went to the the shelter that we got him from um i guess the story that we were told is that um these owners had a litter of puppies and and they were trying to give them away responsibly right 
But where the story turns kind of sad is that the neighbor overheard them talking about how they were going to put down the rest of the puppies with a hammer if they couldn't get rid of them. Right. So the police got called. The puppies got taken to the shelter. And within days, oh, they were I, all I gone. Mean, I, I want to say that Tucker came in with like five or six brothers and yeah. sisters. And there he and one other were left when we got there to adopt him and his other brother who was left after we adopted Tucker was adopted the next day. Right. So, I mean, like if you have that situation where you think like, Oh, you know, like no shelter is going to want these puppies. Let's just put them down. Right. Not true. You drop off puppies at a shelter and they are gone like hotcakes because yeah. a lot of crazy times. people love puppies. Yeah. I mean, there are obviously some shelters that are way overbooked sure, absolutely. And it's, you know, very difficult for them to <clears throat> have adoptions, but Puppies tend to get adopted pretty quickly, I think. Absolutely. And if you research, at least in our area, right, we're, we're in small towns. Yes. Um, you know, the shelters in our area do a good job of advertising mm-hmm. um, yes. their dogs. You know, they, they work with radio stations and do... Social media. Um, yeah, they, you know, they show off the different pets that are available for adoption. So um, I think at least in our area, it's, it's pretty easy to find Adopt homes pet. for mm-hmm. your dogs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we adopted Tucker when he was a, probably about six weeks. Yeah. I mean, he was he just was adoptable. Very small. I, I could hold him across one arm. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to share that picture out because it's are. just precious. It's, he's, he's so sweet. And then yes. you look at him now and you're like, why are you such a goober? <laughs> <laughs> um, With all the love that right. I can muster for yeah, him. Of course. Yes. But he was... A, a crazy puppy, right? Just yes. loads and loads of energy. And Emily hates this. But when we were, when we met him and his brother for the first time, um, we played with both of them. Mm-hmm. And I liked Tucker because he had a lot of energy. He yes. wanted to play. You You specifically said, I want the brown one because he likes to play. And I was like, are you sure? Because the white one seems super chill, dude. Right. And yeah, that you know, long story short, we walked home with Tucker. Right. We drove home, but yeah. Which that has a funny story too, but we can't share <laughs> every story about no, Tucker, no. or we'd be here all night. Eventually, we'll share every story about Tucker. Right. So yeah, so yeah. Um, we brought Tucker home, and it, that is where our parenting training began i would say 100 percent. that is exactly where our parenting training began because not only did we know that we were going to have to uh, potty train this dog or, or housebreak him um but we also needed to give him almost constant care right from the moment he got home yeah which i don't think either of us were expecting <laughs> Um, but I mean, like it, it gave us baby training because Tucker would not sleep by himself. Right. The first probably week yeah, that he, he was, was with us. He was terrified. And, you know, we had laid out some kind of ground rules when we decided to get a dog, you know, like oh, they're not going to sleep in our bed with us. That was rule number one. Yep. Um, you know, obviously there, he's going to have to get house broken and this is where he's going to go to the bathroom. And, you know, yep. this is how we'll feed him. You know, yep. how often do, are we going to bathe him? Right. So that was understood between both of us that, Hey, right. this date comes, he has to be bathed. Yeah. The other problem though, was I was getting ready to leave 
You were. For training. Yes. Um, and not just for a weekend, but for like seven or eight months. Yes. And so you very quickly became, I became a single pet mom. Yes, I became mom. And he very much understood that I was mom, I was alpha. And right. to this day, I'm alpha. Yeah, definitely. I don't, he respects you way more than he respects me. Right. He loves you more than he loves well. me, <laughs> but he respects me more than he respects you. Right. Um, you can hear him walking around and snuffling in the background. <laughs> and we kind of decided that we weren't going to tell him to go away during this podcast because it's all about him. Right. It's Hi, your Bobby. podcast, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, tell, can you Are you going to tell the people something? No, because no, we, don't we don't bark, bark inside. inside yeah, yeah. Good boy. Um, anyways. So yeah. First night. First oh, night goodness. was a mess. And that's when we learned that we were going to have to sleep with him. Um, at least for a little while. Right. Now, again, we laid the ground rule. He does not come into the bed. Yep. Because that we just felt like that would create sort of a divide between us. Um, our our bed is, I don't want to say like a sacred space. It's pretty but sacred. But it's pretty, it's pretty important to us because yeah. it's kind of the one place in the house where we can have our own time. Right. If a child is in the bed with us, it's not during nighttime hours. No. It's, it's like early, early morning, morning or um, like midday even, yeah. or, you, know, you know, like it's it's during daytime hours, the nighttime. I mean, if a kid is sick or the dog needs to be held, it's not happening in our bed. No, we are somewhere else on a couch in yeah. a chair in somebody else's bed, but not in our bed. So that first night we tried to set him up on his own. We and even, he, I mean, he whimpered whined. and cried. So much, like more than any of our children have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was hours of it to right. the point where we could not sleep. It was the worst thing we had ever endured. And so we thought, and this is probably going to get us into huge trouble with some people. We thought if we can get him into his own private space and we did not have a kennel for him yet, right. um, we had a dog bed all set for him. Yeah. But um, we thought if we can give him his own private space, maybe he'll calm down a bit and... Um, we won't hear him. He, you know, he won't be as concerned about us because he won't see us. Right. Terrible idea. We decided. <laughs> we decided to put him in the bathroom where there was a light for him. Right. We were just. We were literally one door away. Yeah. And we thought. It's fine. It's fine. You know, He'll it's be all fine. tile floor. Nothing to worry about. Right. Nothing. We made sure everything was up off the floor so we couldn't hurt couldn't himself or eat, eat something. Oh, were we wrong? Oh my gosh! We, we gave him probably ten minutes, but he was screaming. He and was crying. Right, he was terrified and he was so upset. He couldn't see his people anymore. Yeah. And when I opened that door, <laughs> I think I shut it immediately and just said, "Oh my gosh, Gavin, I can't go in there. I can't stand the smell because the poor pup had just." He just went everywhere. Defecated on everything. Just poop everywhere. Like I he probably pooped more than his body weight. (laughs) It was insane. And of course, because he was panicked and he was small, he was like running through it. Right. And and like trying to climb the wall. Everywhere. Oh, it was a mess. But you know, at that point, you know. we get the bathroom cleaned up. We get him cleaned up. When I say we, I mean Gavin, because literally right. I you could not handle puke. the smell. And it was so bad. The only way that I could describe it 
What well, at the time? At the time, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that smell, Gavin! What is that smell?" And you said, "It's the smell of fear and desperation." And because it totally was. It was a hundred percent. I mean, he was so desperate to get out of there, and he was just scared because he had never been away from you know another dog, or mm-hmm. he'd never been you know in our this, house before. Right. This is probably so only new. days after he'd been away from his, his own mother. Right. Um, he didn't have any of his brothers and sisters who he was used to. Yeah. Like it was a, it was a new smell, new house, new people. He loved the people already. I can right. tell you that. Yeah. But these people weren't doing the things that other people had done for him before or that other canines had done for him. Yeah. So it was weird for him. So we did decide, I mean, we, we started taking shifts and like I said, this yeah. lasted for about a week where we took shifts, um, four hours each where one person would start the night out on the couch yeah. holding him and the other person would go to bed and at the four hour mark we would switch <laughs> yeah. so that each person could have a moment, a moment. So each person could basically have a nap right. in bed. A little sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he, I mean, it worked really well. I don't know about you, but whenever I slept with him on the couch, like mm-hmm. he curled yeah, he up with calm. me and he went to sleep. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, mom, you're out here. Let's play. It was no. like, I understand you're doing this because I'm scared. Yeah. So I'll lay here. And eventually we did just kind of work him into sleeping in his own bed, which is in our room, right. still in our room. Yeah. Just not with us. Yeah. He doesn't, sl- I mean, he sleeps at the foot of our bed. Right. But, but he does not blanket sleep on the floor. Right. He does not sleep in the bed. Not in our bed. So. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that, was that fun. night was interesting. It was interesting. It's a great story, <laughs> but like you said, I think it really did. It helped us to kind of train our minds for how a baby is. Right, you get used to not sleeping. You get used to cleaning up poop. You get used to yes, you know. I mean, the and stress. housebreaking. Yeah, you know the and the crying, and the, the crying, the whimpering, the yeah. the learning when to say no and when to to give yourself space so that you don't do something you regret right and uh as well as knowing when doesn't matter if you need space the 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 baby doesn't want space right now you're gonna have to give them some love (laughs) yeah so i think that was like parent training throw us into the deep end right there yeah definitely but he grew much faster than a child does. He did. By the time you got back, so like you said, that was about seven, eight months later. Yeah. By the time you got back, he was pretty much full grown. Yeah. I mean, Tucker's not a large dog. I mean, he's... His, he's medium. The mix that he is, I mean, he's Doberman, which is a large breed. Yeah. Um, he's Pitbull, which is a medium, medium breed. Medium, yeah. And then he's got some Terrier in him, which is a yeah. short breed. So he kind of averages out at that kind of medium build but he is kind of stocky i mean he's got yes. the broad chest he's got the yeah. the thick noggin yeah you know it, he, has, got... he, has a, he has a wider noggin back at the base of his jaw yeah it comes to sort of a doberman point but you can tell that he's got sort of the block head yeah, of a pitbull and when he smiles it's it's 100 percent pitbull yeah so but he got to that size pretty quickly so yes. me leaving this puppy that i could hold on my forearm and coming home to this you know dog that could you know not tackle me to the ground but you know stood at my knee yeah was weird yeah you know but i will say when you came home he knew you yeah like i opened the door and he went running out and he was like dad oh my gosh dad i missed you so much dad where were you this whole time dad 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 i mean if he could talk he would have just been screaming daddy the whole time because he knew you he is a smart smart dog he is definitely oh Moving ahead about 
a year. Yeah, it wasn't long. We had to introduce him to what we consider his sister. Yeah. And our second child. And our second child. Because Tucker was our first. Our first. I mean, that's how we view it. I know, every, I know some people other might people, think we're weird. Right, but, or they're gagging right now because they think that's, you know, stupid or too right. disgustingly sweet or whatever. But I, know. I mean, pets, especially if you raise them like we raised Tucker. From I mean, a or puppy. Or you raised Tucker for the most part. You were there. I was there. But for, you know, from the moment that he couldn't be with his own mother to to now mm-hmm. he has grown up with us right he's so, he's he's my kid right he yeah. is my kid so, so that's that's how we see it yes anyways about a year later after you got back we ended up needing to inter- excuse me introduce him to our daughter right and <clears throat> it was not just a one day bring home a baby and show right. the baby to the dog. It was a process that we yeah. started months earlier. Yeah. And we, I had done some research beforehand on like, you know, how to get a dog ready for a baby, you yes. know, and they said, you know, set up the the crib or the bassinet that the baby's going to be sleeping in. Um, so they get used to that being there or the new furniture of changing tables or pack and plays just so that these things become normal. Normal. Yeah. And then the next thing, which I think was a huge, um, help to get Tucker ready. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. And it was genius. So what they suggest is, uh, find some videos or, you know, sound bites of babies crying mm-hmm. and place and different it, cries, right? Different cries and place those in places where a baby is generally going to be. So set your phone in there on a two and a half minute video of a baby crying in like the baby's crib or the baby's bassinet so yeah. that the dog understands, okay, yes, this thing is crying. But it's okay. This it's is okay. normal. Right. <clears throat> because I will tell you, the first night that we played a crying baby sound near the bassinet mm-hmm. for Tucker, he freaked out. He was so concerned. He was upset. He knew he knew that that was a human sound, and he knew that it was a negative human yeah, sound. Yeah, something was definitely going on wrong in that in bassinet. That, yes. And so he, you know, I mean... We had to kind of coach him, like, no, no, it's okay. You know, and right. the more calm that we were about it, the more he calmed down. Yeah. And I would say by about the fourth or fifth time that we played a crying baby sound for him in one of the areas that a baby was going to be. He, he was pretty much over it. He was pretty much over it. He was like, oh, yeah, all right, you're doing that thing again. Yeah, but Fine. the first time, you know, if he gets all worked up and he starts banging around into the bassinet, if you have an actual baby in there, that could be dangerous. It could be very right? bad. The baby can flip out right. or turn or over. Or think if you have a large dog that would maybe that jump, would jump up and into put its it. paws on right. there. I mean, that could flip the whole thing over. So right. taking those steps ahead of time. To prepare your dog and to help the dog understand right. that these things are normal and acceptable. Yeah, it, it will, helped tremendously yes. for us. And I think um, it would help for anybody. I, you know. Yeah, definitely. Especially, I think any changes that are going to happen, drastic changes that are going to happen in a home, mm-hmm. whatever you can do to practice for your, your pet ahead of time right. is so helpful. Yeah, doing a dry run. Yes. You know. Right. Because then when it actually the element happens, of danger. Right. Because then when it actually happens, they have already practiced how to behave. Exactly. It's almost the same as like parenting or, you know, like actual with children parenting yeah. or, or 
it's about graduation time. And I just think of, you know, the graduates, they did a dry run. They did a practice of the graduation ceremonies. Well, now they know how, you know, what to expect when they walk in there on Sunday. You know, I just think about those things. We do that all the time. Why wouldn't you do it for a member of your family? Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. And I would say that when we brought Daenerys in, from the hospital. First of all, he was very excited yeah. because we had been gone for a few days yeah, yeah. Um, and he hadn't seen us and he was, he was probably a little panicked um, that where, where are mom and dad? Why aren't they <laughs> I, coming I had home? stopped by a couple of times to and shower. Had, things, yes. But, um, yeah. but then when, I mean, we did, we, we let him see a baby yeah, and it was confusing for him. Definitely. And he, I mean, he wanted, he wanted to smell her. He wanted to lick her. He wanted to be right up with her the whole yeah. time. And it was very much a, nope, you, you know, he's trained well enough that we can get him to sit and I can get him to stay. And, um, and, and I can let him see something and keep him pretty well under right. control. Um, and he stayed pretty well controlled, but he was, you could see it in his face. Like, I want to look this thing all over. Give it yeah. to me, give it to me. Yeah. And I think it was from, from that moment of walking in and saying, Hey, look at your baby sister. Mm-hmm. He knew that his position in the house as, as, as sort of child number one, as in child, first like child, only child, only child <laughs> was still safe. Yeah. It wasn't that we brought home this new thing and now he wasn't important anymore. Yeah. It was that this new thing was going to add joy to the three of us. Right. And it became the four of us. And I think that really, again, that really helped him to understand that he was part of the family. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. Yeah. And we've tried to do that with every kid coming home. You know, it's yeah. not like it's just like, oh, here's another one. Here's another one. And right. he just like knows what to do. No, he needs to be introduced. I mean, they talk yes. about that a lot with with animals and you know dogs and things like that you know they need to smell each other they need to you know look each other over um to get acquainted with one another and you know it's the same with with the bringing a baby home to right. meet your pets you know right. they have to to get used to each other um obviously there are some you know precautions that you have to take yes um you know, especially, you know, and this is nothing against cats or cat people. I mean, we're not cat people. We are not cat people, but, but <clears throat> hey, if you are, enjoy your cats. Right. Take them all. Right. That's fine. We, I mean, we have pretty much exclusively have experience with dogs and that's, yes. you know, kind of what we're basing things off of. But I've read a lot, you know, I've read stories and things about, you know, cats sleeping in bassinets or in cribs before the baby comes home. It's horribly dangerous. Right. And then when the baby comes home, the cats are used to that. And then you could smother your baby. Right. You know, the cat could smother the baby. Not, not intentionally necessarily, (laughs) but, but but if they become used to that as, well, this is my area. Right. When you put a baby in it, the cat's not going to yield. And that would be the same for the dog. That's what, you know, you never put a baby in a dog bed. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm not saying a wise is, choice. You, you know, you still have to put limitations on your Absolutely. pet. Um, so like we have a playroom, for example, when the when we had babe, young babies and mm-hmm. they would be in there for tummy time or, or other, you know, activities where they're on the floor. Tucker, Tucker was knows. not allowed in there. Absolutely. And he know. knows that and even now, especially if it's the five of us all in there together because it's it's a good space for the five of us to hang out. Right. It's not a good space for the five of us and a medium-sized dog to be running around. Right. So he knows, I mean, he understands the tucker out. Yes. And he doesn't always like it. 
And he oftentimes, you know, tries cutesy, cutesy ways to creep back in. Like, yeah. but I'm just doing this, guys. Yeah. It's fine. And But he understands the tone of Tucker out. Right. And he knows that that's a limitation. And I think in, a, in another way, he does sort of understand that it's a safety yeah, thing. Definitely. So, definitely. Yeah. So, you know, even though he's still one of our kids, he, he has limitations just like any of our other ones. It's just like with Danny you know, is trying to touch Rory's face, you know, you can't touch his face. Don't touch his face. Stop touching his face. Tucker, stop licking his face. Yeah. Danny, stop touching his face. <laughs> it's the same thing. Right. Yep. It's just one's touching with their hands and one's touching with their tongue. Right. And it's if the it's same. the other way around, it's even worse. It's even worse. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. But anyways, moving on yeah. now, I mean, he's totally used to having what I'm going to say, three siblings. Yeah. He, I think in, in a lot of ways, he likes having three siblings. Yeah, I'm sure he would want more. I'm I, right. I'm sure that if we could just <laughs> fill the entire house with children. He would love it. He, he would just be in heaven. He'd be like, guys, yeah. there's babies everywhere. <laughs> and he's going to like they it can, even more they, when they're older, I'm sure. Right. They'll pet me and they'll, they'll chase me. And sometimes they throw things for me. Yeah. And oh my gosh. <laughs> he and, does. He loves playing with the kids. Does. And um sometimes they don't like it as much because he gets a little wild and he right. is you know compared to them he is big he's big um, and he has a whippy tail he does have a whippy tail and but, so um you know but you know they all enjoy having each other around and i would say on the flip side it also has given us a lot of reasons to teach our children about animals yeah and how to treat animals definitely um tucker is because Tucker was still fairly young when we introduced children into his life, mm-hmm. he's very tolerant of things that are right. done to him. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but we always use him as sort of an example of, hey, you can't do that to to dogs. Because even though Tucker tolerated that, other dogs won't. Right. You know, or other animals won't. Yeah. You, know, you can tug on Tucker's ear and he's just going to stand up and walk somewhere else because he's like, ow, that hurt. Yeah. Other dogs are going to turn and nip at you. And so we, we, we use, we use Tucker as a learning tool for our kids as well. And they yeah. also learn the boundaries then. Right. So it's, it's very symbiotic. Yeah. Oh, word of the week. There you go. We, it's been a while since it's we've had a while. good word. Oh, I'm disappointed in myself now. You're not an English major. <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> so, um, next thing that I'd want to talk about though, yeah. is that what I was getting into is now he has three siblings. Mm-hmm. Our lives are very busy. We both yeah. work at least eight hours a day. And because I'm not blaming you, you're fine, but because you work about half hour away we really end up taking about nine to ten hours Mm -hmm. a work day basically right so how would you say that even though we're gone for about 10 hours a day we have three kids Mm -hmm. and we're very busy doing all kinds of other things how do we make sure that tucker still feels loved and important and like he is firstborn it's tough you know and i'd say that not we're not always good at it like every day we're not you know awesome at it Mm -hmm. but we do try um to get him out and about as often as we can um 
Are you, you talking know, about the W word? Yeah, I don't want to say it out loud because somebody it's, might it's jump up and get excited. W A L K. Right. And if we actually say the word, he's going to freak he out. He will freak <laughs> out. Even though he had one today, right. he will still expect that the word was said. So, so it's going to happen. Exactly. So we try and get out with him, um, you know, before we pick up the kids from daycare, um, especially when I'm training for my physical my my army pt PT test test. um you know and i have to run then i will take tucker on runs with me um you know and so we try and exercise him that way um when it's nice out and the kids are playing in the backyard then he's running around in the backyard Mm -hmm. you know it's we have a fenced in yard so it's a perfect space for him to to get out and about and have fun um otherwise when the kids are playing you know I don't have a problem with him laying around with us, you know, and uh, he's still, you know, we're, we pet him and we, we play with him and talk to him and, yeah. you know, trying to, it's hard to include him, but I we try to engage with him. Right. I encourage the girls to, you know, throw balls for him or um, to play with them. Yeah. Pet him. If they're feeling blue and Tucker looks like he's feeling blue, sometimes it's like, hey, why don't you go give Tucker a hug? Right. And like I said, he's a very calm, tolerant dog. I don't think all dogs would tolerate a (laughs) two-year-old giving them a hug. That's true. But Tucker is very, very calm and tolerant of small hands touching him. Right. That sounded odd. Yeah, well, but it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot of what I was gonna say. I would also say we really, honestly, just talk to him. Yeah, I mean, it, we sound like crazy people, but we talk to him like he's a human being yeah. because I think that helps him to know that hey, we haven't forgot about you. Right. We haven't <clears throat> forgotten about you. Yeah. I said forgot. I forgot oh, the N. And ooh, it, I, wow. I, I mm-hmm. hate yourself now, don't you? I do. Yes. There's a lot of <laughs> self-loathing. Um, we keep treats for him and we try to make games out of the treats. Right. Um, because like I said, he is fairly trained. Yeah, I mean, There's he some, can do some tricks. He does some and tricks and he can, he can sit, lie down, stay. Stuff, and know. I think he enjoys that where you we hide treats around the house and... It's like this game of where'd mom put it? Where'd mom put it? I'm going to go find it. And I think doing those things tells him, even though I'm only spending five minutes with you right now, bud, and then I have to go do whatever, or we're going to go to bed or whatever it is, it's, it's still telling him, you are so important to me. I love you. I think about you. I care about you. Yeah, definitely. It's sort of that idea of giving every kid 10 minutes of your day, at least 10 minutes of your day mm-hmm. it, as an individual. Right. Because it helps them to know that you still love and care about them. Yeah. I feel like it still goes for dogs. Give them, yeah. give them, give them just five minutes of your time. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. It's a good, good strategy. Any last thoughts about Tucker Watson? Um, I don't think so. Just, you know, he's, he's a good dog. I'm glad that he's part of our family. I'm glad you picked the wild one, honey. Me too. It's it's always an adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Diaper World. We'll save that oh for later. Oh, my gosh. Keep people on the hook. 
With Diaper yeah. World. You want to hear about Diaper World? <laughs> you want to hear about how he got home? <laughs> what else? There's there's lots the of... The monsoon he survived. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So many good Tucker stories. I mean... I'm sure they will come up... Poor dog. ...in future we episodes. We probably shouldn't reveal all of these stories because <laughs> someone's going to come, like... like Take pup, him away from puppy us. Puppy DHS is going to come and be like, you can't. <laughs> that would be DDS, right? Department that's of true. Dog Services. Yeah, that's true. True. Or canine. It'd probably DKS. D- DCS? Canine. Oh, yeah. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> well, you think about K nine like oh, on I know. police cars, oh, I know. right? Oh, I to- yes, I totally get it. Like, yeah, yeah. K nine, yes. K nine is is C A N I N E, but in the police force, a K nine unit is K dash nine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all, probably it's a confusing. code, though. You know, it could be like Kilo Niner. Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, one thing I will say is a mistake that I made earlier in this podcast. This past weekend, when this episode comes out, will not have been Mother's Day. Right. But we kind of switched our recording schedule from like a day before it comes out <laughs> to, to like almost a week before it comes out. Right. And so. that's more for my sanity. So thank you. Yeah. So just so you know, two weekends ago, when you're listening to this, was, was Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. So don't hate me. For messing that up. Even though I was trying not to mess it up. I don't hate you. I appreciate that. I was disappointed on Mother's Day, but I don't hate you. Ugh. Is that worse? What? Do you feel like that's worse when, so- when, when, when a mother in your life looks at you and goes, I was disappointed, but I'm not mad? I mean, a little, yeah. Okay. It's just that old, you know, childhood guilt tripping in. Tripping in? Okay, yeah, all right. I think up. we're tripping. Yeah, we should go to bed. We should. All right, so, Tucker, you want to say goodbye to the Tucker Watson. nice people? Come here, buddy. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to speak? Can you speak? We used to practice that when you were little and just finding your voice. Could you bark? Can you speak? Oof. 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 Come on. You can do it. It's He's like, like this is a trick, guys. Up. Don't he's make so me good. Do it. He's so good. Yeah, he knows that he's he's like it's a trick, guys. You don't want me to actually bark in the house. Oh, that was good. That was good. All right, are you ready to go to bed? It's a bedtime. And off he goes up the stairs. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> if you would like to tell us about your own pet parenting experiences or skills that we totally need to adopt yeah or if you think we're just crazy people and need to just treat our pets like the animals they are uh, you can let us know on our facebook page by searching golden apple or the state of our union you can also check out pictures of tucker on our instagram which is at golden apple um or if you want to send us an email for ideas for the show Tips for those uh, bad husband episodes that we plan to do in the future. Um, feel free to give us an email. Uh, our email address for the show is the.goldenapple at gmail.com. And as always, that is G U L D E N A P P L E. Golden, not golden. Yeah. There you go. They sounded the same. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, That's the state of our union. What's the state of yours? Have a great week. We'll see you next time.